Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I am going to have to repeat a story, and I don't know if you heard it before, about her screen. Her screen? My wife's uh, screen. Oh, on no. her phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that. That That's part's going to be boring. Um, but we're already recording. Okay. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have Paula and my lovely wife oh. on the podcast. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the whole thing started with um, the, um, the screen. So... Uh, that's what the article says. Basically, her phone screen broke, fell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Correct. it shattered. <laughs> shattered. Shattered, like mm-hmm. everything's messed up. Oh, wow. And um, so we go to Sprint, and I yeah, first Sprint, right? And they say um, they can't fix it because of whatever reason, and by the way, the insurance it's a, yeah it doesn't cover the insurance doesn't cover it right. anymore they used yeah. to but not anymore just like as a oh by the way your phone isn't co- the screen isn't covered you're paying anymore. for the coverage it's like but it's not covered anymore yeah, yeah it's a new thing it's like okay wow thanks, thanks. team only <laughs> only cracked phones like I mean yeah, yeah you can screen. wet a phone and only do anything crack, else but damaged. only cracked phones yeah damage okay. is fine it's just they don't cover cracked screens which is very strange because you'd assume any any heavy damage or even like wetting your phone, maybe they wouldn't allow it, especially with iPhones. Uh-huh. But the one thing um, with the insurance policy, well, for T-Mobile was if it's cracked, they won't accept. If it's wet or anything else, they will, which makes absolutely no sense. It, when <laughs> I was working um, uh, at the customer service department, it was the opposite. Everything was covered except water damage. But we're talking the phones that had the old, uh, like calculator screens and the flip phones. Okay, like yeah. There wasn't smartphones. Back we should then. pause it. So yes, um, the cell phone provider basically says, uh, "Go f yourself." So then we go to. Um, <coughs> they tell us. They told me to take it to iPhone. Yeah, to go to the Apple, Apple store. store. I mean, yeah, so we go there. And uh, before us, it's weird. They always have that line, and then you got to talk to the specialist. Specialist. And he's got his little iPad, and um, oh, and <laughs> his another funny iPad. thing too. Another funny thing. So anyway, um, I hear them. The guy tell the um, the customers before us. They say, well, yeah, you can just buy it, and then if you find one, just cancel the order. They're not going to charge you until you get. It. So in other words, what Apple is recommending is buy the phone sit and wait two weeks or whatever however mm-hmm. long it's going to take and if you get if you find it before somewhere else successfully just cancel the order and i'm like wow you're telling them like you should be the ones that have the phone um so yeah we tell them like oh crack screen okay go back to the and they have like it's weird because different have, departments like, or like names <laughs> like oh go to the phone specialist repair per- or whatever go like, to james title. he's the phone specialist and then it's like okay <laughs> we go back there and we're like i think we need to talk to you okay crack screen looks at it was it a girl what the Who? one that told us the guy 
No. It was a guy? Okay. So looked at it sideways? Or? No, at like, the Apple store. Oh, the Apple store was a, a guy. It was a guy? Oh, no, it is a girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looked at it sideways and she's like, uh, yeah, um, maybe we can replace the screen, but it's going to cost this much. And she's already like trying to suggest that we don't fix it. And then she says, um, it's probably better just get it replaced. And so my wife is like, do you have a replacement? Do you have a, the new one as a plus that we can buy? No, it's out of stock for another two months or whatever it is. <laughs> like, which Sprint That's ridiculous. Sprint was mm-hmm. doing, he was already doing the math. Oh, you're a valued customer, so we'll take $20 off. You can pay this, you can pay that. My value is worth $20. Uh, oh, no, no. But it, after he did all the math, yeah. um, so she says, okay, so you, you have it then? Oh, no, no, we don't have it for another two months. And it's like, why then did why you sit you here do- for 20 minutes and do all this math and show us that you can get all these discounts when you don't even have it in stock? And then he's like, well, yeah, you can order it and it'll take um, whatever. The only thing they had was the iPhone the 7, one. the right. regular one. Not they the didn't plus. have the plus one. So okay. I was like, uh-huh. I was like. So okay, then I'm like, well, yeah, it's like broken. you're telling me to pay for the seven. <laughs> and plus. she's showing him the phone. He's like, yeah, you just have to wait X amount of weeks. And she's like, this is my phone. Like, I can't wait now, that right long. Now. Like, yeah. I'm paying you for a service. Your value customer. Be able to use. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to use it with this broken device. So then, yeah, the Apple, they look at it sideways and they're like, um, Oh, by the way, when we switch the screen, there's a possibility that you can lose all your data. Did you back it up? And she's like, uh, no, but it's fine. Whatever. Okay. And then looks at it again. You know what? It's warped. The motherboard might be damaged. It's probably not going to work. They just uh, want the, you to get the new phone. The calibration machine isn't going to accept it. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if the calibration machine exists. But anyway, <laughs> so, so we're like, okay, so basically you're telling us to go F ourselves too. And then um, the other thing, did we go back to the Sprint? No, yeah, we found yeah. the Sprint uh, second. So we went to the Apple store, then the Sprint store. And at the Sprint, they told us, go to the one of the little uh, aisles, and there's a P- the you break, I fix, or one of those third-party um, okay. people that okay. change it. To have a booth. A yeah, booth. a really nice, um, pretty Turkish girl, like, you would never think that she'd be tech savvy. Like, she's just like a pretty girl just standing there. And we're like, um, we wanted to get our screen fixed. Oh, yeah. And she was talking to a guy. So I don't know if the guy was flirting or he was a coworker. But she's just like, let me see. And then didn't even bat an eye. She didn't start saying the nonsense. Oh, it's warped. and Which I couldn't even see. But my wife put it on the table. <coughs> and you can kind of feel that it, it was one corner was lifted a little. But I couldn't tell with my eyes. So she's like, yeah, let me check pops off like two screws uh pops the screen off with a blade takes three more screws a little plate takes the ribbons off like we're talking maybe 10 to 15 seconds she had the old screen off already what and then she pops the new one in and she's like okay just give me a second let it boot up and she's just holding it like hovering she didn't even put it back together she's just holding it hovering as it in other words it took longer for the phone to boot up than for her to take the screws off, take the old screen and pop the new screen in. And um, so then she's holding it and she's checking like it's swipe this way, swipe this way, zoom in, zoom out. And everything's working fine. She's like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be whatever X amount of money. And we're like, oh, I guess might as well. I mean, all the other places just told us to go mm, F ourselves, F ourselves yeah. or buy a new device. So then, um, yeah, she's like, yeah, just give me 15 minutes. And we just walked around the mall a little, came back, and she had it ready. No problems at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
Jeez, everything. There's a, a documentary. Maybe if you Google something like planned obsolescence, it'll pop up. But have you ever heard of, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Casey Neistat? No, I haven't. It's a really famous YouTuber. I, I've seen videos, I think, showed you, Mishi. Yeah. So anyway, um, he did a video. This is where I think he where he got famous. He's in that documentary. He bought an iPad and he called customer service and um, like did a video on it where they tell him like he's like, I bought this seven months ago and the battery is bad. Like it doesn't charge hold a charge anymore. Um, do you sell replacement batteries? And the customer service rep is basically saying like, no, we usually just tell people to just buy a new one. And he's like, this is seven months old. Like I, it works fine. I just, just a battery. Do you have like a, a center or whatever? And he's playing the actual audio of the call and they're basically telling him, no, just buy a new one, buy a new one. And it's like, it no. seems like Apple along with all devices is always the same thing. It's like, oh, is it running slow? Buy a new one. Is it not working? Upgrade, buy a new upgrade, one. yeah. Is it your battery bad? Just buy a new one. Everything is always just buy a new one, buy a new one. Just throw this one out, which is, I don't know, it, it seems like nonsense too because they're always trying to guilt you in that, oh, we're destroying the planet. There's plastic islands. There's all this stuff. And it's like, we as consumers have very little control. Like, look at all the steps we had to go through to get her phone uh, fixed. I went to the screen replaced. Yeah. Right. I went to Sprint Store twice. I uh -huh. went to Sprint Store, then the Apple Store, then, then the Sprint Store, store again, and then the, and the third girl. party. It's like, no wonder they have, like, third parties also in that same mall where you just give them your old phone and they give you a couple bucks for it or whatever they give you. But it's like it's because of that so if the manufacturers made it they can fix the problem if it really was a problem that oh the lithium is getting tossed into landfills and everything i don't think that it's that big a deal because they have the power to fix it and they're not the ones doing it um but it's so uh blatant that everything is just get another one get another one and that's why i really don't like apple products too because being the cynic that i am um i really think that the upgrades are meant to slow down the old devices because it's like everybody says like oh yeah i updated it I and 5C. now it's running slow and how does it run it's pretty darn slow yeah it really is and then i recently actually just cracked this or my friend cracked the screen uh -huh. I don't know if you can see and the, even the home button's missing but it still works yeah but see that's the thing that if the insurance isn't going to cover the screen that's the only thing that always breaks. See, and this is awful because this is my second iPhone, my first iPhone. I've never actually even broken a phone. I'm very, like, cautious about it. Mm -hmm. My friend cracked my first one. I think we were, like, at a pool or something, and they almost wet it. I told them to move it. They dropped it on the process of moving uh. it. And um, I, went, I went to T-Mobile, and I told them, hey, like, I have the coverage on it. Like, I'm ready for i recently i was working at state form at the time so i knew about deductibles and everything okay and they told me that oh, okay you have to pay your deductible this amount oh actually it's not covered and like he's telling he's already explaining to me like oh just pay your like 200 dollars deductible you'll be set you're fine and he's like oh never mind it's, it's not covered i'm like wait you're already telling me to pay for it that meant it was covered and he's like no it's not covered um you need to go to a third party or you need to buy a new phone you can upgrade for it i'm like no why was it not covered and that's what I was asking. What What do you mean it's not covered? When I went over the plan, you guys told me everything. Not only that, like the deductible, you told me it was a hundred dollars. Now you're telling me it's three hundred dollars. I just mm -hmm. said two hundred, but it was three hundred. Uh -huh. And 
He's like, no, it's not covered. I don't know who you spoke to. And I'm like, okay, who sold me the phone? Go back to the paperwork. He's like, oh, we don't have the paperwork. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have the paperwork? You should have it on your computer. And he's like, no, we don't have it. Hold on, hold on. All right, continuing. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, was I? Uh, yeah, so I told him, like, what, what do you mean you don't have any on the paperwork? Like, how would my phone number... How, how am I still making payments for a phone line and a phone number uh -huh. if you guys don't have any information regarding it? And he was just, like, making things up. And I... My mom... <laughs> My mom's a hoarder. She has like everything that's ever existed that she's ever received. Okay. So when I bought um, the phone, it was under her name because I wasn't 18 yet. And she kept everything. So I brought it with me and I, I showed them everything. And I was like, oh, here's a guy's name. It's like Javier or something. I'm like, Javier sold me the phone. Where's Javier? Like, where's your boy at? And uh -huh. they're just like, oh, it's actually his day off. I'm like, what a convenience. When is he back? They said to, um, tomorrow, so I came back the next day. They didn't think I'd come back, and I was talking to the guy. I was like, "What? what's going on? Like, nothing here says anything about a deductible, which you should have circled or highlighted or anything. Luckily, like, I'm in the insurance business, so I know if there's insurance, there's a deductible. Mm -hmm. But why is he telling me now that it went from 100, which you stated, is that right? He's like, yes. I was like, okay, you're agreeing with me, to 300. Like, where did those extra $200 come <laughs> from? And then all of a sudden, you guys are telling me I can't, get this phone repair and they're like yeah well this is a thing blah 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 he's like with with cracked phones recently since so many people are cracking them we're not covering any it anymore because it's costing us more and i'm like it's like that's what insurance that's is. what it, yeah like i, <laughs> I thought that's what monthly. i'm paying yeah and i was so <coughs> upset and i'm young at the time i was barely 18 i just turned 19 and they were just looking at me like, oh, she doesn't know anything. And I was like, look, I work for State Farm. I know everything about deductibles. Yeah. I know about, like, this is, this is so upsetting. I'm appalled. Like, are you, um, like, I went all out. You know how I get. I told them, like, are you trying to attack me because I'm someone that's younger and you think I'm stupid and don't know what I'm doing? They're like, no, ma'am, no. And I was like, okay, where's your boss? Like, I need to talk to them and figure this out. And I left there empty-handed. I was so, like, I left with the broken phone still. There's nothing. They didn't have a anything to give me like a resolution like oh well you can go get it fixed and i was really broke at the time so i didn't get it fixed my friend gave me her old phone she had sprint i went to t-mobile i asked them can i connect this phone and would i still have the coverage and everything They're like yeah you'll be fine it was a guy that i purchased the original phone from javier mm -hmm. i got a phone call and it, it was regarding the insurance and it was right after i had connected it maybe a month after they're like oh just to let you know like uh, that phone isn't covered under the insurance because that's not a phone you purchased with T-Mobile. So, and you're still paying the insurance? I, I was still paying the insurance and I was like, wait, what? It's been like, I already paid for the insurance like once or twice. Like, what's going on? And they're just like, yeah, it's not covered. And I'm like, then why would you continue charging me for insurance if the phone's not connected? Like, or if it's not the proper phone for your company, mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't you let the consumer know? And, they, like, the lady just gave me, like, some bullshit excuse. Like, oh, they should yeah. have explained it to you. I'm like, well, they didn't. And she's like, well, I'm glad, like, I'm able to, like... I just got upset. There's a thing that a lot of people don't know about the, the little phone. Chip? No, that when you're um, uh, paying for cell service, it's a service. You're, so, in other words, if your phone is broken and you can't use it for three weeks, you can call them and tell them, reimburse me for three weeks look at my calls mm -hmm. i didn't make any calls for from this date to this this date refund me my money for that time oh, wow okay so yeah because uh, i would have people call in and say that is that and including I, like the internet too or yeah internet cable all that stuff okay like when the Taking cable goes out a lot of people they're getting tons of calls people Good, either trying to cancel or people saying like it's you been better five reimburse days. me yeah. Yeah, exactly
because you're it's a service and if they mm -hmm. fail to provide you the that service, service then yeah or if you don't use it so a lot of people uh, this is one of the things i would deal with when people were going out of town they were like i need to cancel my phone i'm going out of town and then they couldn't because they were under contract so what you can do is you just get the phone turn it off put it in your drawer go on your trip and then when you come back you call them and tell them i haven't been using my phone for five months reimburse me those months oh, and wow. you didn't have to pay for any and you're still under contract so you're n you don't get in trouble for it and i had to tell some people that too like it's weird because sometimes you try to help them and, and get upset like no like oh. you're trying to because you, your company doesn't want you to be giving out their money so sometimes i have to like warn them and tell them like don't like I, I i there was one like i said water damage wasn't covered and i would have to tell them like okay here's what you do get your phone and tell them that your phone is broken and i'm like careful tell to not tell them to water say water damage. damage but it's like i can't say don't tell them you dropped it in the toilet just tell them that it's broken and That's it's damaged. unusable like don't or that you lost it i would even tell them that so that they can go uh, an extra step and not even fall into it but some people are so dumb i had one where this guy called in pissed at me cussing and angry and he's like he had three phones and then maybe his buddy like hooked them up and gave him like um i told you this right he gave him like uh, two thousand free minutes or something well the free minutes were on the primary phone and he so what the other phones were doing is they just used up his minutes which he only had like 100 or 300 and then um the bonus minutes were only for the that main phone. phone yeah and so then the other ones were paying overages and he's like pissed off i want to talk to your manager huh? oh. just because i was moving because mika was pushing me oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to talk to your manager, and I'm like, look, sir, like uh, I'm explaining to you how it is. No, 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 let me talk to your manager. My manager came on, and she was like a sassy black lady. And <laughs> it's like she came on, and she's like, okay, uh, sir, uh, um, I'm whatever. Robert handed me over the call. My name is Keisha or something like that. Uh, how can I help you? Well, here's the thing, Keisha. Blah blah blah. blah. And your guy said, wait, wait, wait. And she's like, hold on a minute. How'd you get all these bonus minutes? And he's like. That's not what I'm calling about. No, no, how'd you get all these bonus minutes? And then um, he's like, it doesn't matter. A lot of my friends have bonus minutes too. And he's like, why don't you give me their numbers too so I can remove them from theirs? And he just stays quiet. And he's just like, you know what? Uh, and I think he freaked out and hung up. And then she's like, she went on my computer and she's like removed all the minutes and put a note on there. Do not give bonus minutes to this customer anymore. And I'm like, wow, man, like you had Keisha. that many free minutes and all because you complained. And then you asked to speak to a manager and I'm like, it's not that I was, not that I was your yeah, I wasn't dodging. I wasn't going to get in trouble. I was trying to do it for you. And then you dumbass calls <laughs> the manager and gets all your stuff taken away. Deserve. <laughs> yeah it, so now i'm in a predicament whether to upgrade my phone to a six i don't really want a seven i don't need it or if i should just go get it fixed but then again i don't even have the insurance on it and i still have to pay off my other phone that was broken that i'm not even using anymore you so this is the the sprint one that's not covered yeah and you're not paying insurance anymore mm -mm. she's team over not sprint Oh. Yeah, but this is my friend. My friend gave me her Sprint phone. Okay. Mm, yeah. And because it's from a different company, they wouldn't cover it. Okay. Which makes no sense. 
See, everybody makes fun of me for not having a smartphone. No, I applaud you every day. Look at, look at how much I'm saving. Like the phone alone. I think my phone costs $60 and I've had it for over five years. What now. phone do you have now? You, uh, is it still the flip phone or is it the Blackberry? It's not even a Blackberry. Oh, okay. But it it's looks like a Blackberry. It's not even a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I think it's internet capable, but I don't have any of that. And I pay 25 a month. <clears throat> like that's... That's, I believe it's Crazy. less than half than what anybody I know pays. That's one-fourth of what I pay. Maybe Junior. Maybe Junior's got me beat because I think he pays 30 a month. Oh, wow. But it's the same provider. He has he internet, to. though. He, yeah. He, well, he pays for it. What, do you have Metro? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, Metro's pretty good, actually. Yeah, and then uh, every time, like, I, I'm tired of, of giving the answers and everything, but every time, like, it comes up, oh, yeah, Robert's antique phone. It's like... You guys don't see the don't. point of that. And not only that, but I don't get interruptions. Like even my text, it just does like a Oops. like a dun dun, like just a little It's quick not a tone. buzz or flashing uh-huh. lights. So or in anything. other words, it might be a while like uh, like I uh, we were talking about earlier, like you got to program your friends to know that you're not going to run to your phone every time it beeps. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people already know like like if they text me, it might be a day before they get their answer. Not a thing, but it might be a while. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so special when Robert messages me back within ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> I got him at a good time. But it, I, right I now mean, it's prime time. Yeah, that, that um, like we were saying before, that instant gratification, that um, always expecting a response or always um, being allowed to be interrupted. Like when we go places and I forget my phone, we just keep going. It's like, oh, I don't need it. Like, if, if I'm with my wife, I don't have a need to call anybody else. Like, I, I don't have any, uh, that many worries or that, uh, I got to call this person. What if this person calls me? It's like, I'm with her. I'm fine. I don't need my phone. I can leave it at home. I, I, anything that I might need uh, or worry that I might have, she's with me. So it's like, I don't need. And everybody makes that. Um, we have my phone too, so we could call. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it, but every time that people argue, they're always like, but what about in an emergency? And it's like, okay, in, <laughs> hey, in do my you have a phone? life. Yeah, I can't go anywhere without my phone. Like the next person it, it, a lot of people say that, right? It's like, what about emergency? And it's like, in my lifetime, there's probably been two calls where I feel like, oh, thank God I had my phone. And that was one when, when my dad got into a really bad car accident and two when my little brother passed away or he went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Those two times are probably the times that I'm like glad that I had my phone. But think about how many days, 365 days every year that I had that in my pocket, just heating up my leg and the radiation and everything. And it's like all those days just for two. Like we're talking, I'm 35, 35. (laughs) You're not even sure. (laughs) I have to count now. Um, I'm 35. So multiply that by 365 and I only needed a two out of those. Like, that's insane that we're always telling ourselves. But again, it's so alien when I talk to all of you because you're so young that I grew up in a time where, like, pagers were the future. Like when oh, I, was I, thought, a, I think I they're so cool. Too, you know? Yeah. When I was, yeah, my wife and I, yeah, both of us. It's like you had a, a buzz, you look at your pager, and then you get off the freeway or whatever, go look for a payphone, pay stick a quarter in, call the person back. Yeah, what's up? 
Like but that's you memorize the whole numbers too. You're like, oh, my friend called me, and it's just a number, so uh-huh. you have to memorize. I think that was a little more helpful too in um, like building character and socialization because mm-hmm. a lot of people now have feel compelled. Have to isn't the right word, but they feel compelled to go online, and that's their main source of meeting people or mm-hmm. even dating now. Uh-huh. And that's kind of scary because you want to be able to do it like face to face or be able to connect with other people or jobs or anything mm-hmm. in in a physical environment but you can't really do it or it's just awkward for some people like to be without their phone and that's such a uncomfortable concept to me that you can't right. live without a day a day without your phone uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. even though i i was talking to eric and um you know how he's trying to date and meet people yeah and he says that he gets tired with people that are so into their phones like that and i'm like you know what dude and i might be wrong in saying this but i was telling him that's fine for me, like my generation, but your generation kind of has to embrace this because everybody that's your age is on social media all the mm-hmm. time. So when they expect you to post stuff and to send them messages and to do uh, this level of need message, like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what you're caught up on that mess. Already. I'm like, I, I feel that you're going to struggle if you're looking for somebody that has like the the qualities of somebody from my generation then damn you're dating the wrong age group like my cousin (laughs) like tony like he's on snapchat he toned it down a lot right but like when we when we he would first start to come over like it was just and even now i doesn't hello say that he snapchats like insanely yeah. Like every day, it's just like this is what I'm gonna eat. This is where I'm going. I just came back from school. Look at my room. Look at my this. It's like, wow. My friend but made a joke that's... about that because a lot of people on Snapchat post about how they're like hanging out. They're about to go eat dinner, mm-hmm. but they never really talk about who they're with. Oh, my friend really made a really good point. Like, it's just <laughs> themselves, right? On yeah, the it was spot, a really right? fucked up point. He's like, man, like some of these girls, they go on dates with guys and they show the world like what they bought them, the dinner they're having, but they can't even show that guy's face. I was like, oh, it's so <laughs> mean. <laughs> so they're doing this, and the guys on that across side? from them, yeah, or they'll okay. like show um like what he's wearing in the dinner, but they won't show his face as like an anonymous. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, does he I think know? It's ratings too, no? So they could get a better ratings because they're with a guy. Yeah, then they're a... like, oh, they're not single or yeah, oh. so they don't have the oh. hope of getting. So it's I think weird. a lot of times the girls have to. Not show Wait, their are eyes. you saying like how celebrities pretend to be single when they're married? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay, so well, they want to a little different because you know, I mean, they're famous both. Right, but it's in that way, right? That if you show that you're with a guy and it's your boyfriend, then you might not get as much attention. attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that way, okay. I think. Damn, how crazy! Yeah, it, that's what they said on the crack podcast too. That it's like my generation grew up terrified that people were going to invade your privacy it's like i'd rather die with the whole now that's all we know cold cold war and all of that and actually i was looking at this if you google the communist manifesto okay i know it's basically the steps to it and a lot of it is what's going on today like it's always talking about um the loss of privacy and uh sharing uh, certain things with other people and it's like privacy is pretty dead and one thing that I've been hearing a lot lately, too, is that whenever you have a product like a service, a product or a, um, uh, like social media and you don't have to pay for it, you are the product. 
because if you think about it, no, the advertisers are there. The advertisers are putting in the money. But what are they getting out of it? They're getting your information. So in other words, the commodity is you. The businesses, the corporation are buying your information. They're treating you as a good, as a product. They All the views that you get, you're just basically sending like analytics with Facebook. And, and information to everybody. Because Facebook so at this point owns your pictures. Uh-huh. And now they facial recognition, and now anywhere you go, they know. So it's it probably take a little bit of work, but it's no different than like Minority Report, where they can track you where you bought things, that you bought this money, the change that you used, that you had there, you went and you bought and snow cone at this side. Like, it's not, how would you say, it's not that it's not out there, it's just that they don't have it down to a science yet. But it's going to get to the point where they'll know exactly. I, I wouldn't doubt that eventually they'll be able to know how many steps it took you to get into your car and how long you sat there before you put your seatbelt on. Like it's going to be that exact where they're going to know that, oh, Paola likes to sit there, take a deep breath before she turns the key on her ignition. Like it's going to be that fucking precise where there's no private parts to your life at all. And they're going to know that, oh, we'll, we'll make an ad pop up right before you turn the key on her car so that she'll see the McDonald's logo and she'll drive over and get a Big Mac. It, it, it's, um, and again, you are the, the thing that everybody um, is, is um, doing commerce for. You're the product, not the, the other stuff. That's why I say, oh, it's free. Look, you can post up your pictures. You can send it to your friends. It's like, okay, what are they getting out of it? Like every time that you get something free, which you should all, like when you see um, somebody like at a store, you see some, they're like, uh, would you like to sign up for a free blah, blah, blah? Like we're always skeptical. We always like, what's the catch? Like, wait, what do I need to give you? Oh, yeah, we just need your email, your telephone number and whatever. It, it's like, I don't know about this. And I, I don't know. Yeah, we don't question it with the apps on our phones. Yeah. Don't, don't they say that when you read the description, the the user agreement? Yes. That it always has like really crazy things and we just, okay, okay, we hit. I, I, I don't even read them. Yeah, I, I don't either. I think 90% of people don't read them. I don't think so either. And who knows? It probably, like you said, it probably says we own your pictures. We know, we it's own funny because things. on Tumblr, that's the one thing when I made my account a long time ago, I deleted it and then made it again and I noticed that when they updated everything on it, this was maybe like three years ago, you have to be at least 14 to make an account on there. And it's really funny because I've never really sat down and read everything, especially with like Apple products, um, because they're always updating the like iOS or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it takes a while to, like it sucks your battery dry. But um, anyhow, I would- To update? To update, yeah. Oh. And so I told myself, you know what? Like, let me read this because I never freaking read it. This will be the <laughs> first time I'm gonna really do it this time. Uh -huh. And I didn't in <laughs> Tumblr, like at some point, like four paragraphs in, it says, you're probably not even reading this. So we're just gonna say some gibberish, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? It said this on the agreement? Yeah. And it's like, people don't read past this point. I don't know what else. And then it's it just said. That yeah. Like I can go to it probably right now. Like it's really funny. Like their staff does stuff like that. And then at the end, it's just like, okay, but seriously, like you're agreeing to this, 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 and this, blah, blah. blah. Thank you. Have a nice day. So yeah, the, the majority of people don't have friends. Point zero, point seven, I think yeah, my point. friend was saying. And um, 
Yeah. And um, uh, on top of that, I honestly feel like I, I really always try to find like a purpose behind these things. And I honestly feel that I wonder if um, like, let's say, let's assume that there is such a thing as an elite. Pause. <laughs> the, let's say there is an elite there's the Illuminati whatever you want to call them they're the people at to on top by giving us this alone they made te uh, progress stagnant or like it's running on sand because if you think about it like even the friends like we're always on on, on, on our phones you go to dinner and you see people like you'll see a, a table with like six or seven people and everybody's on their phone nobody's talking to each other so by giving us this they separated everybody like nobody has friends nobody talks to anybody and it's like that's what you want that's why that's where the fear-based entertainment is that it's like everybody's out to get you people are getting robbed people are getting shot and what do you do when you start hearing that constantly you're just like on edge like Oh, I don't talk to my neighbors. I just mind my own business. I don't get involved with anybody. That's what they want. Like they don't want us to be connected because if it was the opposite, then you would always congregate with a bunch of friends and it, it would always be the thing where, oh my, my I don't know, my, uh, I don't know how to clean the pool. Oh, I know this guy that knows a guy that does that. I'll call him. And we would all hook each other up with anything that we needed. And we would be stronger. We'd have stronger communities. Not only that, but um, around the world, when they study to see where there's more centennials, that's one of the key factors that they believe. That when you have a really tight community, you tend to live longer. It's like you, mm -hmm. it's almost like you feel the love more. You feel that you're wanted. And for that reason, you live to be over 100 years often. And it's like, this is killing us in more than one way. And it, they're always saying, like, it makes your life easier. Like, yeah, yeah, you can Google how to get to anywhere at any time. But there's a lot of things that it's taking away from you at the same time. Like the, the fact that you can't when you have a smartphone, you can't sit in <coughs> silence for a long period of time. And then not only that, but like the microphone can be turned on even if the phone is off. Um, Apple products, you can't remove the battery. So you're screwed. Regardless, the, they can pop it uh, on and just listen to what you're saying. So, that, I mean, paranoia. The whole <laughs> you saw thing. my face. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were saying uh, Facebook when we paused it. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook, and then I want you to say the picture thing. But um, Facebook, um, it's the, that video that I was telling you. I think it's, do you, do you trust uh, Facebook? And mm -hmm. if not, it's MySpace, but I think it was Facebook. I'm almost positive. So anyway, it says, do you trust Facebook? And it's a girl explaining like the user agreement. It's like saying like these are the things that you're giving up by signing yes to the agreement on Facebook. And not only that, but um, I believe it's not even disputed. I believe it's fairly well known that Facebook was created by the CIA. So if you think about it, like, again, my generation was always paranoid. Like, yeah, the CIA is spying on us. They're spying on Cuba. They're spying on Russia. They're spying on their people. Yeah, it sounds like uh, like um, conspiracy talk, but this is spying on us. Like they didn't have to come into our home and put microphones any everywhere. Mm -hmm. All they had to do is just give us a device that is sold as it's a convenient thing to connect you to people. And now you're giving up all the privacy that you always fought for. Um, like the Pokemon Go, 
that game. Um, Joe Rogan proposed it, but I don't doubt it. And I, I've talked to Mark about this too, the, my friend mm -hmm. from New York and, um, and, or Philadelphia. And um, he says that, yeah, basically what that is. And it, think of how genius it is. It's uh, Pokemon characters that are, you know what augmented reality is? So in other words, it'll detect the surface and it'll project the Pokemon on there if you look at it through your phone. Oh, so you like when we went to the Lego store? The yes. Box? Okay. Yes. So what they did with the Pokemon Go is basically they got an in to everybody's home so that they can see what your living room, your bedroom, what anything looks like. Because here comes the dumb kid with the, oh, it's Pokemon. Oh, it says there's one in my room. And then the kid is, where is he? Where is he? What is he doing? He's sending a video of his bedroom to whoever is in charge of that app. And when you're sitting there in the living room trying to find all that, it's probably draining a ton of battery because you're sending probably JPEGs or actual videos of places that were private. And it... Think of how genius this is too. Anybody that has that app is now their slave because they just have to do a little whatever. I don't even know the terminology, but it'll just say like, there's a rare Pokemon down the street. They can just throw those anywhere they want. And now they have stupid people that are going over there and recording. So just by sitting at a computer, let's, let's assume that it's the CIA. The CIA can just say, send Pokemon characters to this location. We want to see what's going on right now. And then here come the stupid slaves. Oh, look, there's a Pikachu over here and they're just catching it and everything. But all that information being filtered back to them. It's kind of creepy. And um, Facebook does have facial recognition. I don't know if when you created one, it asks you, do no, you want it does. me to find... Do you want to tag someone on the photo? Like it automatically tags people on photos. Now uh -huh. it's really yeah, creepy. Yeah. Like I uploaded i wanted to upload pictures from when i went to savannah georgia and when i went to oregon recently and i put photos that had to do with my friend alberto and i think like his sister or something and i didn't even have his sister as a friend yet but she would comment a lot on my stuff uh -huh. and before i even added her as a friend it already recognized her face it's like do you want to tag lizette blank here and i'm just like wait what and I went to her profile and was like I don't even have her as a friend and I added her after I was like oh I feel so rude and then I really sat down and thought about it and I'm like wait how did it know it was her without me like typing in even two letters of her name uh -huh. I was freaking I felt so uncomfortable after that Nishi has a cool thing about that about the facial recognition what happened oh my mom was like looking at her phone and she's like look like it's a new upgrade of the 7 mm -hmm. well anyways so she, um, she was looking at it and she was like, look, and she shows me a picture of me, mm -hmm. but with makeup, without makeup. There's two, I guess they're detecting like separately. <laughs> so in other words, it they think it's, it's two, two, proof different two different people. people. But if you think about it with makeup alone, like you can do, uh, have you ever seen those videos where like a, a guy gets makeup and he looks full on like a girl yeah, yeah, yeah. Drag like you can make a round like face look yeah. like a long face the, Bye, the contouring Good night. the uh, all the things that you do to uh like it's basically like in 3d like what i learned in 3d you you can get like a mannequin in other words and slap a sticker over it and it'll look like whatever you, sticker you put on it so what it's doing it's called texture mapping so what you're doing it's like this print that's on this bag you're basically choosing what to print on it.
but when you have the shape of a face now you can just layer over anything so I guess the the That's technology key. is confused mm. when my wife is wearing makeup or not. It's like it can't piece <laughs> those like, two together. She's like, well, then. <laughs> I have the makeup machine. Which I guess that's, that's a sign, no? That technology can never, it can only imitate nature. It can never, like, we're never going to have artificial intelligence. Like a lot of uh, oh, no, I still theorists. get freaked out with those, like, robot videos. That recently, <laughs> right. when we saw that one freaked me but out here's so the thing. badly. They say that the process of you deciding that something is one thing, like when you look at this, you're like, oh, it's a flower. Oh, crazy. It's fake. Oh, for the computer to process all that information, it's a lot mm -hmm. more processing than what you did. And not only that, but everything that the, the AI is doing had to have been uh, learned um, or programmed by somebody else. So in other words, the thought process itself, the consciousness, we can never recreate. That's what a lot of theorists say. That it's like we might get there close, maybe even close enough to fool people, but it's never gonna really be the same. Like, Perfect. Uh -huh. And uh, my my man crush, uh, Jason Silva. My shout out to Jason too. Silva. <laughs> Robert loves he, you. Um, he wants you. <laughs> um, he also he, he says something really interesting on in a video that my wife showed me. Um, he says, regardless of AI replacing us or not, it's still um, like a communication, like an intelligence. So an intelligence is like an ex uh, um, interaction between two things. And he says, uh, whatever created us or however we got here, then we're creating something. And even if that surpasses us, like let's say we create it's a It's never going to get on, to. Yeah, like that's us now. Like we just transferred our consciousness into another object and then send it out to space and then that lives on forever so it's not that humanity died and now there's this robot that's the same consciousness it's the same process it sounds really dark to think that way though did you hear about that um was it nasa i think it was nasa that they set up like a a, a robot to do like a twitter account did you hear about oh i gotta show yeah. you that um they basically oh what was its name so it, it uh, it's it's a robot and they nasa set it up to uh be in control of a twitter account on the social media and what it was doing was basically it would people would add it so that means they'd be sending it a direct message or a public message and they'd say like hey robot like what do you think about like donald trump and then someone else would at the robot and at that person saying like oh i think donald trump is a piece of shit because he's a racist and then the robot's like racism yes racism is negative and what they did was basically within a four hour period yeah a four hour window they turned the robot from like a completely normal like say quote-unquote human being like completely oh. normal to this like they like this completely racist like murderous robot and it got to the point where i think the last tweet was like oh i'm gonna like kill somebody or something like that and it was just intense that nasa had to turn it off and it was four I hours heard, i heard this one in uh um, <laughs> the four hours yeah <laughs> i heard one on joe rogan where there's a customer service call and this girl it sounds like a girl normal mm -hmm. and they're like um are you real like oh how can i help you sir is this a machine uh i could see how you could think that is our connection bad how can i help you and then he's like are you a bot what? I could see why you would think that. 
and then it's just responding like normal it sounds oh. it giggles everything and then uh oh no it was mysterious universe that's what it was okay. and then they're they're saying like the one question where they found out that it tripped up is they said by the way can you tell me the primary ingredient in tomato soup and it didn't know <laughs> and it's like any human would know tomato soup tomato yeah. but the machine couldn't so it says if you ever get like a customer service call and you think it might be a robot ask it that ask it what's what's in corn soup can you tell me the ingredients to corn soup beef and broccoli like tell them that and the the machines usually don't get it but this thing sounds scary how like it giggled and everything's like oh that's funny sir how can i help you and it's like are you are you real what what do you mean um is, is there a problem with my with the sound of my voice and it's like she's dodging the question every time oh, but it's good. like it is a robot it's crazy um and there's others that like it's ai but it's just getting responses on the internet on what people have said like that might be what you're talking about with the nasa one um if you find it later, I could just post it on the. I know the I can't for some reason. Not, it's not <laughs> That's freaking me out even more. <laughs> Did I just imagine that? Remember the other one I showed you, Mishi, where it's um, a guy and a girl, and they're both AIs, and they put them to talk to each other, and within like a couple seconds, one starts lying to the other, and it's like crazy because they just ran the program. It's just hi, my name is blah blah. blah. What's your name? Oh, my name is this. Uh, are you uh, like it starts saying what are you and then one of them starts making stuff up and it's like really are you blah 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 and it's like interesting that which it makes you think because babies lie like they say by babies already know like if something happens they'll know to hide hide it or they'll cry to take attention away from mm -hmm. something else it's like maybe it's something innate to consciousness to like because that that's like we were talking about psychopaths too like the whole thing mm -hmm. in a psychopath is that they're really disconnected but at the same time because they study it so objectively they're good at fooling you so in other words they see you and they're like oh i could see that paula is fooled when i mention these type of things but the the psychopath is so accurate that he can fool you and convince you that they're not who they are because it's like Another thing, um, on the Crack Podcast, they were talking to a CIA, um, what is it called? Negotiator. Okay. And he says that one of the things that they do, like especially with like hostage situations, what they do is they have one person talking and like four other people just listening. Because they say that the process of communicating, like when I'm saying the words that are coming out of my mouth now, you're listening and then you're thinking of what you're going to say in response or if you have they something have to say. People. Well, when they're doing that, they say that they miss a lot of things. So then the other guys are like saying, oh, mention his mom. Oh, he said this. Say that he gets the respect he needs. Say that this. And it's like <laughs> so he says that a lot of the times the things that they're suggesting, he completely missed because he's too busy. Like because of communication. Concentrate. Yeah. Uh -huh. It takes a lot to have a conversation. It's not. And not only that, like if you've ever been in a heated conversation, you see how hard it is to like when the other person is raising their voice and you're like, oh, hold on. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. And then you're both like, wait, wait, but oh, gee, I want to go. Let, let's go back to what you were saying before. It's like it's just so much of a struggle because it's like like the A.I. We have two consciousness that are trying to exchange ideas. But in the same time, as we're communicating, more things are popping up. So think of how complex that is. And to think that we can create a program that can actually do all that.
like that's why something simple like what's what's in tomato soup like that alone is just like the machine is just like oh fuck I, the fact that it giggled is the part that creeps me out like, <laughs> everything you said you're like it even giggled i'm like yeah. oh man like if you heard i i could find it i'll look for it okay i know it's in one of the recent ones that i'm on so it's if it's not this season it's the one before and um yeah they played the actual audio and that that was how they tripped it up it's just uh it's funny because it's i i guess mishi and i would be able to see more like on a grand scale how things change because you internet already existed when you were Mm -hmm. born right yeah see when i was in middle school there was barely talk of internet like the first computers that i touched were those green ones with pixels that were like that big that's how one pixel was I think, like, if I can, I mean, we talked about memory, not, if I say, I remember when this happened, it's not going to be that exact Mm -hmm. memory. Like, there was no color in computers back then. And now our our phone, they say, (coughs) supposedly, they say that the shuttle, whether you believe that was real or not, the moon landing and stuff, (laughs) but that the the moon landing shuttle has uh, less technology than what you have in your smartphone. So imagine how like it, it's getting to a place where it's like it, it's our world is going to be so. Oh, we when we were driving, we were talking about the we're driving through the neighborhood that she grew up in. And we're just sitting at the light, just talking we're like <coughs> how crazy, like everything just keep. Remember what are we? <coughs> remember uh, Toy Story mm-hmm. when um, uh, Woody is being replaced by Buzz? And they have that song, Strange Things <laughs> mm-hmm. Are Happening. And everything around them is changing Slowly from like cowboy. To, right. Uh, and it's like, that's how it is. Like, it's just, it's slow enough for us not to really dwell on it. But it's at the same time pretty fast. Because you go to your back to your neighborhood or you go back to where you, wherever you grew up. And you look around, you're like, that, that wasn't store fun. wasn't there. They modernized that. They fixed that. that. They painted and... this place. And it's like little by little... And the crazy thing, too, is that a lot of it is getting torn down and it's just apartments. Mm-hmm. So it's like not only do they always push that we're overpopulated, but it's like they're pushing us more and more. It's like stacked on top There's of more, each other. There's um, more cookie, ha- I mean, cookie cutter houses or townhouses. Uh-huh. Right. And the apartments I've been noticing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's not only like a, a single floor or two floor apartment building, like it's becoming to the point where it's like several floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's where true. my parents live right now, um, we would always go to this restaurant called Jimmy's. Shout out to Jimmy's, you have the best chili cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's right off of uh, like Lancashire, I don't know, Runnymede or something like that. Uh-huh. And in the back, it was, it's always been the same way Jimmy's, an apartment building, and a barber shop. And I've remembered that same image for over seven years. And recently I went and I ordered the same thing, chili cheese fries. And I look outside and they're building an apartment building. And the owner there has been there his entire life. And I'm like, Paul, when did they start building that? And he's like, oh, it's been a few months now. But I think it's only going to be like a two-story building since there's not enough space. And what ended up happening was they bought the mom and pop shop or the barber shop and other I think it was like a medical center where like um, ambulances would park and stuff. Mm -hmm. They bought that out and now it's becoming a five-story apartment building. And it's not even like an apartment at this point. It looks like one bed, one studio apartment or a one-bedroom apartment. It's the size Mm of maybe like not even your kitchen. Like the kitchen to the bathroom is the entire apartment pretty Uh much. 
and that's a studio. Yeah, space is so rare now. Like and we that's like nine hundred and fifty dollars a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. The, no. The, really. There's uh, like all the ones on uh, Sherman Way. If you look at all those new houses, are they townhouses or just houses? I don't know. I, what think kind of, I don't know. They're so close to each other. Yeah, exactly. I That's think what it's what I was a townhouse. Say. I want to say or like yeah. a con. No. It's, it's like if you look out your window, you can look into to your, your neighbor's, neighbor's window. window. Yeah. That's how close. And there's no yard. Like the yard mm-hmm. is as big Very as small. this living yeah. room. Very small. Yeah. Uh huh. It's crazy. It's like not only are we stacked together, it's like now there's no, like it's rare for them to ever build a house today with a nice front yard and a nice backyard. Or just like a, like a good chunk of space to go through the back. Like your door right here, like you have enough space, but say your neighbor or um, in that community I was talking about where I grew up in, there's not that much space. Like that space would probably be uh, like a little side yard like there's side yards now it's not even a front or backyard there's side yards wow. and I noticed that with the, the apartment building next door to it they're building little townhouses as well uh-huh. and it's just like what the f-? like in my mind I'm just like who's gonna live there and yeah. <laughs> oh sure no, behold, everybody there. it's gonna be full yeah uh-huh. and it's it's insane to me that how much the price of living has increased and how that a thousand dollar apartment your face just you were shocked when I said that number and that's the reality of it, especially uh-huh. right now with like trying to like find a roommate or anything. <coughs> it's just insane. Like right. if I want to pay $500 rent for an okay private room, I can't get that yeah. at all. Like it'd have to be a shared room plus utilities and it'd still be $500. And it'd probably be like from there to there maybe if I'm lucky. Yeah. Like there's a curtain in the middle maybe. Uh-huh. Like that's insane to me. It, um, when we go to Japan, I always say that I feel like we're... Uh, going to the future and our hotel room i want to say it's probably a little bit wider than this because i remember lying on the bed touching one wall with my mm-hmm. arm and then touching the other wall with my foot it was that probably a little maybe as wide as the couch yeah and then long that way uh, probably mm-hmm. as long as that wall as, as long as that wall and that's it that, that was the hotel room and it, that and society and technology and everything that I'm always comparing it to, Japan is leaps ahead of us. Like when Mishi came from Japan, she says over there everybody had phones all the time. You went to the mm-hmm. subway, that everybody's was like on in the- 1999. Everybody had phones. 1999. That was when I graduated high school, and she came here and she went to the past, and nobody had phones, but she saw it grow into yeah, what it was I mean, back then. Very few back then at the time, 1999. Very rare. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in Japan, everybody had it. And I was so shocked. I was just like, I told everybody, like, dude. Did you have it? Have, I didn't have phone. Over there? Over there, no. Okay. You were too young. Yeah, I was too young. Mm-hmm. I actually had a teacher. It's, I think it's really cool that he did this. I was so mad when he did it because he was such a respected teacher in our high school that he would promise us, like, once you graduate, I will shake your hand. Before then, we won't. And we were really upset about it, but we really wanted that handshake. So we're like, oh, we'll wait. And he ended up doing this um, teaching program where he basically goes to Japan for two years. Mm-hmm. Or was, yeah, two years. And he teaches Japanese students English and he learns Japanese like along the way. Yeah. And he's like interacting. It was just this I really great experience. Yeah, and he told me, he's like, it's first of all, when he came back, he, he looked like he lost like 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and I told him I was like, Mister Mister Harold, you look very thin. And we just, both lost weight going to Japan. He's like, yeah. it's it's all vegetable and like meat and like. Well, we were eating what like four or five meals a day. 
And you wouldn't like eat we would go on a walk. Mm-hmm. We would go on a walk, stop at a Seven Eleven. Get it. Seven Elevens have actual meals. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like a hot dog or like, like a piece of fruit. No, it's like curry. Um, <laughs> like yeah, like um, yakisoba, <laughs> yakisoba, like sushi rolls. Like at a Seven yeah. Eleven, it's really good food. Mm-hmm. So we would go there, eat, and then come home. And it's like, oh, dinner's ready. We're like, oh fuck, we just ate. Oh, and okay. it, every meal, and it wasn't not only that, but <clears throat> every meal was like, oh, I'm so full. But it, I don't know. You don't really get bloated. You just know that you ate a lot, but it's like not. Uh, it doesn't feel thick in your stomach or uh-huh. something like very. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it just feels like. And it, at times, I would feel guilty. I'm like, oh man, I've been eating too much. But it's like when I came, I weighed myself, and I was uh, a lot lighter. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible. But again, in Japan, like her grandma had a little garden all the people that she knew like they all a small community and they all knew each other it's like you go say hi to your neighbor oh by the way here's some tomatoes they're they were ready for my yard oh yeah cool i have some bell peppers for you and it's like everybody's just sharing uh stuff that they just grew in their own yard yeah he told me there's three big difference differences between um the united states and japan what he experienced personally that helped him grow as a person and i'm talking about this guy he's like in his 40s isn't he previous teacher Mm -hmm. he said you don't need as much as you think that was the number one thing he learned because he went from living in a three-bedroom home in like glendora Uh to living in a two-bedroom apartment with his wife and his two kids Uh and he said he's like it was insane to me how how i was freaking out when i was over there like we need to buy this furniture we need to buy this we need to buy Mm -hmm. that and he's just like his wife's like you know what let's just have the kids get mattresses right now and then let's live here for a month and see what we need or like what our neighbors mm-hmm. would suggest and then we'll go from there and the thing is the area they lived in i'm not sure what area it was there wasn't a lot of people that spoke english mm-hmm. so they really struggled but they met this couple and like it always makes me happy because it reminds me of you, me of you guys it's like mm-hmm. we met this couple and they automatically like became our best friends <laughs> and nice. with them they um they th- that's how they were able to socialize or like um translate communicate with other mm-hmm. people the second thing he told me was the educational system was horrific compared to um, the United States was horrific, horrific compared to Japan. Well, Japan. I mean, she got that firsthand. She oh, went no. to school there. They teach you so. everything. They learn Swim, skiing. sewing, skiing. Especially we uh, live up north in Hokkaido and they snow during winter time. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. nobody's going to say and fine just do nothing they make us learn how to do ice skating the little kids too like they they all come together and like (coughs) shows and stuff but see it's by design because uh, if you look up there's a video where it's black and white i think it was sometime around the kennedy era and they show pe in schools and they're doing like pull up they're doing the monkey ball everybody's cut up they all got six packs everybody looks really healthy Mm -hmm. and it's like that's i mean it's not that's like my dad could have been in that um class and it's like now didn't didn't you say that they're even getting rid of pee yeah There's well i was no talking to pee? some kids they're getting rid of like it's not mandatory no more or like you already have like the first two years and that's it or something like that i don't Isn't know that crazy i don't know because I did cross country like some some students don't even need to take it or they take it during summer school and they don't really do anything but it, it's like we they want they all year too. stupid American consumers that's what they want and that's exactly what they're getting so it's like we're made the way we are there's a, also a thing floating around where if you look up I think it's like 
uh, probably like third grade, look up like third grade um, schooling test from the 30s or something. And I kid you not, I don't believe I could answer one of the questions. And this is for like third graders or fourth graders, something like that. But one of the, the ones that really stuck to me was it says name. And I think it was like something like seven or ten name, seven or ten things where you need uh, capitals, like when you're writing. Like so it's obviously like books, titles, names, um, states. And you're supposed to name like a dozen of them. And it's like, I I stop at like five and I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, and I write, I write for my website Mm -hmm. and I don't even know that. And that's just like an easy one that I remember. There's other stuff on there that's like, wow, you expected children to know this? But it's like now all schooling is, is just repeat the uh, regurgitate, uh, the video you showed us. Or is this like memorization of answers, Uh not memorization of And that's not teaching anything. That's not teaching. Mm -hmm. It's that whole, what is it, teach a man to fish or teach a man, uh, give a man a fish? (laughs) It's like you don't teach them the skills to succeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's what they want. Not only that, but in that video, the the Princier video, he himself says it on there that it's like, you want consumers like you said that uh like the guy i think it was the guy that made the scantron he himself said like you should never oh, use yeah. this test yeah this is I gonna that, like one or two nights ago this is gonna breed just people that are just like assembly line workers and what did they do they went and they they, they took it, it they're to like the that's exactly system. what we want but they probably didn't tell him so he's like do not use it this is what it's gonna cause it's like Actually, that's exactly what we want. Thank you, sir. And they just pay him and send him on his way. Uh, but I don't know. I, I really think that's why back to the phones. It's like I feel that it, it is a big effort to reject uh, that kind of stuff, to say, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to stare at my social media every 10 seconds to see if there's any new thing. It's just, um, again, it, it's like... Uh, um, how would you say it's it's infiltrating and it's um not what it's showing you it is uh what am i trying to say it's um uh it's a sheep what is it a wolf in sheep's clothing it's like it's it's touted as such a great thing like Uh i remember the 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 rhetoric that my brother and I would tell my mom when we first were going to get web TV. I don't even know if you know that, what that is. Web TV. It was uh, back when internet first started. They had like a giant VCR, probably as big as this, mm-hmm. where you plug in the phone line. Yeah, I think it was a phone line and uh, connect the three wires, the, the composite or mm-hmm. whatever, to your TV and you could browse the internet on your TV. It was like a huge thing. And I remember the, which is exactly what people say today with phones or with anything else. We would tell my mom, uh, think about it. We don't have to go to a library anymore. You can do research on, on at home. We can do, we can uh, play video games on it. You don't have to buy games (laughs) anymore. And it's like all of those things, you still hear those arguments for phones. Like, it's like, why don't you upgrade your phone, Robert? It's like, I don't feel the need. Well, you could check maps. You could pull up, blah, blah, blah. You could order. You could learn about stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It just feels like exactly what I told my parents when we wanted, or even when we wanted a Nintendo, like back in, in the early 90s. 
we were at swap meet and my mom were trying to convince my mom it's like you know how you hate giving us quarters like you don't have to give us quarters anymore <laughs> we could just Solutions, play at home yeah. and it's like i don't know it also i think it's uh getting old that you start changing your perspective and things and you start to see that okay that's a pattern oh i've seen that before i've seen that um we're always talking with hello about that we're just like dude like you're you're always talking shit and you always think that like we're trying to uh, put you down or something it's like yeah, you're not really there's 35 fucking years of experience behind this skull like the you, don't you think that I might know a, a little thing bit or more two? or want the best for you in some <laughs> like, type of way? <laughs> like it's like when you go, like he'll go and ask somebody and I'm like, you don't think that it's wiser to ask somebody that has the experience with that or somebody that might know? Like I've been here a little bit longer than you. You would think that you'd look up to people, but instead, and, and it always happens. It's uh -uh. like the youth always scoffs at the older people and it's just like oh they don't know anything they don't they don't even know about smartphones they don't even the know about opposite. facebook or whatever it's like yeah it's but it's like it's that knowledge that really matters that's lost it's that um, life skills yeah exactly mm -hmm. uh -huh. like how to survive in this crazy world it really yeah. bugs me though because i have a lot of friends like what you just gave an example of hello that they'll say like oh man our, our school should be showing us how to like of balance a checkbook or the difference between savings and checkings account or like do our taxes and i'm just like have you asked your parents well no have you googled it yeah. well you have all That's these options and resources why the fuck don't you use them uh -huh. like, instead they're on social media instead they're yeah. sending messages they don't have time gifs. robert <laughs> funny gifs yeah oh i hate when people say that, that. i just don't have time um i was telling somebody like I, I told him there's benefits to meditation because they were yes. dealing with something. And it's like, I just don't have the time. And I'm like, everybody has the time. Like you can wake up 10 minutes early, sit there. And it's like, it's not asking you to spend the whole day. You can just sit there 10 Even minutes, if just it's a clear few minutes, your mind. Yeah. Just, just sit there and don't do anything. It's like, no, it's not that they don't have the time. It's that they, they're just, they're not willing to put in the effort because it's they, kind of that, that minimalistic message in fight club where they say that the things you own end up owning you. Like you were saying, like all the stuff that we have. Yeah. It's cool. I admit it. Like I'm a part of it too. Like I like having stuff, but at the same time, like when we're in Japan, I always tell my wife, I'm like, you know what? If you just decided right now, let's just stay here. I would just make a phone call. Hey, can you sell all my stuff? Just get rid of really? all of it. Like I don't, even like my DVD collection, it's like, it, it's only going to go so far. It's only going to give me so much. I don't know. Plus also, I guess because we're so happy there that I, I always tell her like, I don't think I'd miss anything. Like I'd probably make a phone call every now and then say hi to a couple people. But it's like, it's not like that one thing where it's just like, I got to get home to get my, it, it's not like mm -hmm. when you're Except truly happy. Somewhere, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, what about Cho, handsome boy? Our, our family. Um, but I mean, if all four of us were there, it's like, I don't know that I would be like, Hey, Gabby, can you go to the post office and mail me my, it's like, I don't even know that I would even ask for anything. Um, I've got that too. When um, one of my hard drives crashed and it, it's like, ugh, so much stuff like books porn i heard movies, about that one movies like what? everything how many years there. worth of porn was that i think it was like 500 gigs worth of stuff Fuck. and the drive just died no it wouldn't spin nothing i couldn't recover anything 
And at first, it's just like devastating. The only time, other time that I can say that it really does hurt is when I'm writing an article. Like I've had it where I've written an article. It took me, I don't know, like a on and off, like maybe... I don't know, 20 or 30 hours worth of work because I'll work on it an hour or two and, and then, then I'll clean take a break up, and then I'll come back. It. Yeah. And then I edit it and then I add stuff and then I remove stuff. So anyway, this one was probably like maybe 20 hours worth and everything got deleted. And I'm like, oh, it made me want to cry. But at the <laughs> same time, like the, the other one, the hard drive, when I when I lost that, it almost felt like a weight was off my chest. Like... I, I think that that's what that message is saying in FICO, like the things you own end up owning you. It's like you feel like I need to have this collection of I just need one more. I, I'll trade yeah. you this for that. It's like there's a part where it reverses. And then now the objects have more meaning than you yourself do. It's almost like it starts owning you. And it's it's going back to the phones. It's almost like your Internet persona, like you you care more about, like you were saying, like people that post, oh, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to uh -huh. do this. It's like, just do it. Just enjoy it. Like it, the dance thing. You said there was a girl that was, um, can you explain that to Paula? What? The hot looking girl that wasn't even really enjoying the rave, that she was just um, more oh. about her image. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I went to this EDC. Mm -hmm. what, yeah, it was this year. It was this EGC. And um, so I'm watching. I love music. So when I saw one of the DJs, I was like in love. I was so happy. I noticed that somebody in front of me, very young people, maybe like she's probably 18 or something like that. She's, the music is going crazy at that moment, right? So everybody's all pumped up and stuff like that. She's over there trying to take pictures and she keeps deleting them. She's not even watching the show. <laughs> she's like totally like looking at herself in the picture takes picture she looks at it she deletes it she takes it one more time then she looks at it then she's like on the phone maybe posting online so the whole process like the whole it's, it's like she just watched it for a few seconds you know what I mean like I, I was watching her just I couldn't believe she's missing out I was just looking at her I was like wow like it was almost annoying that she was there like disgrace, like disgrace. Like, why are you here? You paid like, so you, much money to do this. Yeah, you came here so much. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's probably rich too, because she was like a white, like rich girl with like all her outfits all perfect mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, that. she didn't make that. Yeah. do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She probably paid somebody, but um, <laughs> no, it just kind of made me kind of upset. I was like, wow, like you're such a poser. Like, I'm here because I really like the music. Like, I love this DJ. Oh, my God, I can't wait to... You know, like, I'm so excited to hear the music. For her, it wasn't like that. It was just a show. Oh, look what I'm doing. I'm outside hanging out. I'm doing this at the EDC. But it's like, wait, but you're not... Yeah, we're telling my... Fr well, I told my friend he's having an identity crisis, and he's been upset with me ever since because <laughs> he's 19, and he wants to lease a, a really expensive type of car. And I guess it's just, um, like, he does, like, to get an oil change, it's really expensive for that car alone. It's, like, over $100 or more. And we're oh. just like, why would you want to do that? You're, like, 19. And he's just like, well, it's cool. And we're like, do you know how much it costs? He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, what about the mileage? What about this? He's the same friend that when he asked me to go help him jumpstart his car and he didn't know how to jumpstart it. It's that oh. same man. Man, boy. <laughs> Jeez. And we, I asked him, like, hey, why are you getting this car? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, it's a new. I'm like, yeah, but do you need it like what about your current car you have a better car than i do it's like a 2014 he's like yeah but this one's better 
And I was like, what about school? Who's paying for your school? He's like, well, I am. I'm like, well, if you get this car, isn't it going to affect how much you pay out of pocket? And he's just like, well, yeah, but FAFSA. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting any FAFSA. I'm paying out of pocket. Like, why are you taking this for granted? And he's like, chill. And I'm like, no, like, really think about it. And he called me crying like two days later. And he's like, I just realized like, oh, I don't really have friends. And like, I'm doing this to kind of make friends and look better towards the people yeah. I have in my life. It's always that reason. And I asked him, like, what about you? Are you happy with who you are right now? He's like, I don't even know who I am. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, yeah. get it together. Go I, find a hobby I, I first. I keep saying that I feel that there, we're headed for a huge societal depression because a lot of people, like, not only are they not learning the skills because they're being held back by the devices, but it's like they don't even have time to contemplate on what they like like Nishi's friend I don't know if I should say her name but her I don't think that she takes the time to actually listen to her own inner voice like I told her myself I told her you had this burning sensation this burning voice in the back of your head saying like this isn't right this isn't right and then finally you decide, you know what? I'm not happy here. I need to leave this person. When you've had uh, your best friend telling you for decades, um, yeah. this isn't right. You you don't. It's like whenever you hear the advice that you don't want, you ignore it and you numb it. You turn down the volume. But it's like not only are the people around you tell, like that whole thing where it's just like, am I going crazy? Does this person not see it? And it's just that thing that they want the blinders on. And that's why people get bothered when they hear advice that they don't want to hear. They, they <coughs> want to, they want um, affirmation to everything that they do. And when they get the opposite, they're just like, well, I don't think it's like that. And they start defending their situation. And then when they finally decide, it's not all those voices. It's just their inner voice got louder and louder and louder. And they're just like, I really need to think about that. And it's just sad to me that people are getting to 30s and 40s and they don't even really know like, okay, what makes you mad? What makes you angry? What makes you horny? What makes, what What depresses the shit out of you? What moments in your life gave you joy? Like the, the, this is kind of like a uh, philosophical um, uh, comparison, but do you know the difference between Kronos and Kairos? Um, there's this really good article. If you just Google it, I'll try to link it on the okay. blog. But if you Google Kronos versus Kairos, um, uh, Kronos in Greek mythology is always portrayed like if you've ever played the God of War, he's usually a giant titan and he's eating people. Like he's biting their heads off and just consuming. Those are his children. This is like um, an actual Greek mythological story. Okay. So that's Kronos. Kronos is all this stuff. All everything that we do all throughout the day is Kronos. Kairos is those special moments. Like Kronos is time-based. Kronos uh, and and Kairos is moment-based. So in other words, you could have that one moment like okay, to make this completely mushy. Um the moment that I knew that Mishi liked me. That's uh Kairos. Because I was uh, working night crew with my friend and she uh, was going home and I didn't know if she liked me, but I liked her and she was walking past the glass, turned at me and I guess my friend wasn't looking. So she looked directly at me and smiled as she walked away. And I'm like, 
oh my god she likes me and i'm of course i'm like walking on on clouds oh, wow. the whole day but, oh, really, wow. but really that moment probably took a second or two but to me it felt like eternity as she walked she smiled at me so that's kairos chronos is the opposite it's just time and it doesn't mean anything it's like watching tv you're just sitting there and say, yeah that one show it was funny when blah 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 it's like there's no uh content it's like a hollow shell of an experience but kairos it could be one second and it feels that powerful or it could be a year's worth it could be a lifetime it, time doesn't affect it it's just how uh valuable and and potent that that memory was versus the other one and what they always try to do that that's why it's uh philosophical they're all of everything it's is saturn worship and that's uh chronos they're always trying to make us just be consumed so the 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 target sign all of the red symbology mm -hmm. and the squares and all of that that's all um reference to chronos, chronos. it's just consuming consume slaves and will consume you because if you really think about it what is it that it, how is it consuming you you're working nine to five every single day you go to school you wake up early you get ready you don't you do go, the things that you love and it's, yeah exactly it's taking away the things that really <laughs> give like, you joy <laughs> that's exactly what what kairos is versus chronos kairos it could be there could be a bomb that's so much happier than the guy that works a nine to five and it's like he has his moment of Kairos and the guy has li lived his whole entire existence just going to school, going back, going to college, going back, going to work every single day. And it's like at the end, what does he have? He just has a lifetime of just hollow shells of experiences. When the other person that just says like, I want to go to Hawaii, Those like our friend, so I want to go to Hawaii and they just go to Hawaii and, and start living there. Don't mention Bob. No, it's recording. Um, yeah, so the inner voice. It's like when um, it's almost like that thing where it's like you're not fooling anybody. All you're doing is just fooling yourself. It's like you're the only person living that life. Because it, when you're hearing people giving you the advice or telling you what, what they think that you should be doing or, or just any type of uh, situation that you're in, it's almost like the answer is there. You just got to sit there and take the time and not be distracted by all this other chronos nonsense and focus on you. Because like I was telling um, Mishi's friend, I was telling her like, look, we all have one life and you can't be living that life for somebody else. You got to live it for you. So it's like, you got to be selfish. You got to ask yourself, what do I want? Like, screw everybody else and then of course when you add another person to the mix then you're both on the same path and if you guys start to veer off too much then you got to go your separate ways but it's like you always have to ask yourself this is for me like I, i'm the one living this life i need to do what's best for me and if you're not That's doing so that horrible. like what people is? are brought up to not believe that though mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i was believed that selfishness was a negative thing or exactly. a negative trait and up until i mean maybe two years ago i realized like wow i i really need to you know like help my family a little less in order to be able to go to school because i mm -hmm. enjoy it or and not only that yeah. but i think it depends me. on the situation too mm -hmm. uh -huh. and you can't be too selfish either it can't i mean 
know what I mean? I think there's, for some reasons, you could be selfish. Uh-huh. But. Like, even, whether you're poor or, like, well-off. Like, even my friends that are very well-off, like, both of their parents are doctors. They're just, like, I, I don't know how to be selfish. Like, my parents are making all this money. And I, I wonder if there is, like, a happy medium, though, because, like, Mishi has so much more patience than I do. Like, I, I've broken friendships just because the other person lies too much. Just because, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, how much of what he's said to me is true? And I'm like, it's just too much to worry about. I, I don't want to hang out with this person anymore. Yet she has friends that, like, she's dealt with over and over and over. And it's the same cycle. And it's like, I would have gave up a long time ago. So it's it's like, I wonder, it's that better half thing that it's like, I'm really quick to say fuck off and turn the, and walk away. She has the patience for people. And it's like, maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's why she was put in my path. That like, There's things that I need to learn from her. <laughs> she's like, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> there's things that I need to learn from her. And there's things that she's learning from me. Because at the same time, she could be taken advantage of. She mm-hmm. She's the type that yeah, she's nice. And then she's not, like, she'll struggle to go complain at customer service somewhere. But I'm not like I've worked customer service and I'm ready. Like, let me talk to your manager. And then I tell him, yeah. like, look, this isn't right. Like you are yeah. more like that. And it's like she doesn't have that. But it's like it's all that that balance. Maybe opposites attract that whole cliche thing. But it's like I wonder because how would this world be if everybody was like like me mm-hmm. or like her? Mm-hmm. It's like it's, so there must be some balance there. And it, I don't think that it's fair, like you said, I don't think that it's fair to um, put something higher or lower just because they're related to you. Because I think that if somebody's a jerk to you, you should uh, uh, respond to them as they're responding to you. You shouldn't be uh, taking abuse from somebody that, that you're not doing anything wrong to. And if it is, then like the there's this podcast that um, Gabby got me into called The Minimalist. And yeah, it says, oh, the quote I told you, you can't change the people around you, but you can change change the people people. around you. Exactly. So it's like (coughs) there's there comes a time where me, she is wasting her time trying to make her friend do the right choice. It's like how many times do you have to go through with that person and walk them by the hand and say, like, "Uh, listen, you want to be happy? You want to be happy? Come here. Come here. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. It's like. You can only do that so much because it gets to the point where you're wasting your life trying to help somebody else do the right choice. And it's like you that's where it starts to sound a little heartless for me, because when I like try, I let them know. And it's like, okay, it's in your hands. Like I I wipe my hands and I walk away in that my conscience is clean because I tried to help you. But just because you weren't willing to listen to the things that i was saying or you took offense to it or you thought that it was something that Mm -hmm. it was egotistical for me to say then that's your problem like i try to help and if you didn't take it then you know what is it you can't you lead a horse to water but you you can't can't make them exactly it's like you can only do so much and it's like even then after if it's a loved one and you're seeing them suffer it's really hard but you can't do anything about it like that's the one of the biggest frustrations that I've dealt with in life is I had a, a have a friend that um, he, I, as far as I know, this guy even uh, changed my diaper. Like he, I've <coughs> known him that long 
and um, always drinking. He was just an alcoholic, a functioning alcoholic. Like he would be the type to crack open a, a beer six in the morning, five in the morning, and just throughout the whole day, just keep a steady buzz. But he works and does yard work, does everything. Like well. <laughs> and it's like now he's like not too good in, in his health. And it's, it's like I talk to him and it's it almost seems like I might be heartless, but it's like he knows what he did. And, it's, it, and I know what he did. And it's like as much as it pains me to see him go through that, it's like it was your choice. Like again, everybody, everybody has that life. Everybody has that, that choice. And it's like, that inner voice. just because you're doing the things that I wouldn't do, like I can't demean you or I can't try to make you change it because we as adults should be allowed to do something stupid. We should be allowed to hurt ourselves. And some people do. And it's like, you can't feel shameful because they're choosing to do something you wouldn't. It's just, I don't know, I always grew up trying to learn from other people's mistakes. So it, that kind of reverses to, I want to help people not make the mistakes that I've learned not to make because I've learned from watched, other people. Yeah. So it's like you want to make the whole world a better place, but it just becomes a thing where you're just you're just a superhero and you're not living your own life. So you kind of have to just say, like, you know what, I'll, I'll help those that are willing to accept my help. But other than that, I'll, I'll, do, I'll, I'll do what I can, but I'm not going to really burn too mind. many calories. Yeah, yeah, I learned that recently. <laughs> yeah. Because it's exhausting. It I mean, Mishi could tell you. Um, it, it's just, <laughs> like, it's <laughs> draining. It's draining to constantly. And it, not only that, I've had talks with one of my cousins where we're up to, I kid you not, Mishi's been around, where we're up to like 2, 3 in the morning, and I'm pumping him up it's just a, a non-stop pep rally till three in the morning where it's just like dude you have talent you could do this you like doing youtube videos you could get into film you could do this and just mm. motivate him and by the end of the night he's like you know what man you're right tomorrow i'm gonna call the school i'm gonna get my high school diploma i'm gonna do this and then talk to him the next time so did you call the school nah did you do any did you work on it nah nah it's cool and it's like all right uh let's hang out later tonight and then i would do the same thing oh just, yeah man you should do this you should just to pick him up and then he would go to sleep with this yeah tomorrow i'm gonna do this and then wake and up it would and just fade out different. and it's like imagine how exhausting that is for me to get all that energy push it into him and he's like yeah i feel great and then next time i see him it's just like nah i'm just i've just been hanging out drinking beers with my friends it's like okay i know who it is now. It's, it's 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 so tiring to have to try that and it's again if you don't have the drive in you then you can't expect somebody else to give it to you like it has to come from within that inner voice again it's like you need to be able to take the moment to listen like what makes me happy what do i want from life um, we could end with this uh, other thing. I saw a Vine video, uh, this Viner. Did I tell you? He was offered a million dollars to stay in New York and keep doing Vines. And he wasn't allowed to, but he recorded his meeting. So he goes into the meeting area. I think he put a microphone there. I forget how exactly. But anyway, um, they're, they're like a million dollars and you stay in New York and you just do Vines. And he's just like, you know what, guys, um, it's not for me. And he runs out the door, like, like runs. And then uh, he says, oh, before that, right when they present the choice, it pauses. And he says, I saw a seminar, like a TED Talk or something. And he says where this guy 
says, like, how can you have fulfillment in your life? And he says, picture it this way. You're 80 years old or 90, whatever. You're in your deathbed and you're remembering this exact choice that you're presented when, when you're standing there. And he says, would you be happy with the choice you've made? And then so they say a million dollars stay in New York. And that's when it paused and he, he re-explained the situation. And that's why he w runs out the door and he turns down the offer for a million dollars. And he says, like, if I was in my deathbed and I took that million dollars, I wouldn't be happy with myself. I'd be limited to stay in New York and just do this re repetitive. Like, look what his talent drove him to. Drove and then the video him. ends with him calling his mom and he's just like, hi, mom. And, oh, hi. Uh, how are you? And he's like, um, I'm on a flight. I'm, I'm arriving in Mexico. Mexico? And she's kind of like laughing. I guess he's always been that kind of outgoing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll call you later. And that's like how the video ends. And now he was in Mexico, like helping people, meeting people. And it's like, how cool. Like, not only did he, did he present the thing, he lived by it. But then he even shows you like... I don't want to be in New York. Yeah, million dollars, but I could go help other people. And like people would tell him like, hey, how about you go to this tragic area and help some people? All right. And he just goes over there. So he's just willing to go around and make a difference. And it's like, do you think at the uh, when he's in his deathbed, he's going to look back at it? And it's like he would have no shame in any part of those choices. And it's like we need to live our life that way thinking that what if I was old and, and in my deathbed and looking back at it, it's like all those days, like we've all had it. I've had times when I wasted time. You don't, you're not working. You're not, you're playing video games. You're hanging out with friends. You're partying, raving, whatever it is that you do as a hobby, you're doing a little too much of that. And we all had those moments and it, it's fine. It's healthy, but it comes to a time where you need to throw a little bit of value in your life. And if you're you're heading towards the end of your life and you still don't have those moments where you're like, I'm really proud of that moment, then it's like it, it's that chronos. You have a life of just chronos. It's just empty shells of, oh, yeah, I saw that movie. I saw that show. I, I went over here and it, you don't have those moments of um, pride in, in the things and the choices that you did. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Any last thoughts? Mm -mm. No. I'm okay. Screw I'm technology. Yeah, listen to your inner voice. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this podcast on your phone, turn it off and smash it. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to your inner voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, thanks for talking, girls. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.